Look, I would love to be able to provide a, a date, but that is contingent upon CTS delivering a credible schedule to, uh, to Metrolinks. And as of yet, CTS has not been able to do that, but I understand that, um, that conversations are going well. And I can tell you, Metrolinx has been working around the clock to make sure that we can get to this point. But um, we don't have that yet. But I am hopeful that we will be able to have uh, a credible schedule soon. Well, you know, could be 2031. We just want to get it right, you know. We just, we're going to take our time. Your safety matters. We just want to make sure it's efficient, you know. So we're going to really check it and test it and look at it and polish it. And then maybe by like 2040, we should be good to roll. But we just don't have that date yet, right? What did we learn? Nothing. Politicians can spin, which is what they did. And, of course, a lot of that questioning coming uh, from Brian Lilly's story in the Toronto Sun, where he finally says, look, the Eglinton Crosstown won't open until at least 2024. And so uh, that was the question everyone wanted to know at the news conference. They don't care about new projects. They want to know when is the one being built going to be finished. So let's bring in Brian Lilly now. Because you went to that press conference, like everyone went to that press conference, Brian, because they can't get answers to really simple questions we should be getting answers to. Did you get any? Yes, we actually did get answers. This Ooh. It, it was a lot Anyone. of fit. I agree with you. But, well, they confirmed that one of the reasons that, uh, <laughs> that this is delayed is that the tracks are off. The mm. tracks were installed improperly. They're off by millimeters. Like the whole Nothing. thing? No. No, it's okay. in different parts. And um, Metrolinx, after the news conference... Um, speaking with myself and a bunch of other uh, journalists there, we're saying, yes, we will get you that information. That's something I had in my column this morning that Metrolinx wouldn't confirm yesterday and that they mm -hmm. did confirm this morning. Phil Verster, uh, the man I mm -hmm. called to be fired multiple times because of <laughs> all the problems and delays, uh, confirmed that, yes, the tracks are off by millimeters in certain areas. Why is that a problem? Because it can lead to a train derailing. That's, like in Ottawa, every other day. Yeah. Like, I, I, I hear that's bad. Derailing. Um, <laughs> so they also admitted to 260 different deficiencies um, that need to be fixed by the consortium that's building it. And I, I looked at one of the, uh, the senior staffers for Minister Mulrooney at the end of this, and I said, come on, that didn't hurt, did it? Like, you're finally giving us answers. What, why did it take so long? Why did it take... Uh, Two days of being on the front page of, of the Sun, me de demanding that the minister finally answer questions, and all the other media outlets saying this is a huge problem for them to finally start giving real answers. This yeah. is the type of thing that should have been out months ago. Um, I understand. I would say I would say more than that. I mean, Brian, you can blame a previous government for so long, right? There's a, there's a mm -hmm. there's a cutoff period, though, and, and you get a couple of years, but you don't get six years. And they've had more than enough time to say, look, and what they should have done a couple of years ago is say, look, this was not built under our government. You've seen what happened in Ottawa. We don't know what's wrong with it. We got to fix it. And if they had just measured expectations a couple of years ago and been transparent, they could have parked it at the other government's feet. But now they own this. Because, well, they've been in power for coming up yeah. on five years. Minister Mulroney um, in June will have been Minister of Transportation for four years. So, yes, mm -hmm. it is their project now as much as the, the previous government. Now, they also admitted that they learned lessons from this oh. process and they have applied them to how they're giving out contracts for the Ontario line. Or this morning's announcement was about the Yon line extension up to Rickman Hill and Markham and, and, and Vaughan. 
Um, and they said they've learned from it. They're not giving out the whole contract to one big firm to then go in and, and run everything because the they, they found uh, with this and, and some other smaller projects that the uh, propensity for failure is much higher. So, look, we need transparency from government. We pay for these things. We expect services. We're promised things will be uh, delivered. And when they're delayed like this, you know, a line mm-hmm. that started construction uh, in 2011, 2012 area, and it's still not done yet. Yeah. And you're going to have kids that uh, weren't born who will be able to drive before this, uh, this thing's built. Or, or they won't need trans by then because they'll have a different solution. It's called hovercrafts or whatever. Kids will float <laughs> by then. Um, you know, but you, we've got other projects and you just think, well, if they haven't learned anything, Ontario Line is going to be an unmitigated disaster and everything else. But you also um, hammered uh, her uh, on, on the issue of Phil Versa. So why does this guy get a raise? I mean, he, this, I think people need to understand. We hired this guy. He did work in um, Britain as well as, uh, I think, it was it Germany? Uh, in Europe, bringing them rail. And he, he didn't do a very good job. And he was known for not being reliable. So, you know, we hire a guy who doesn't have the greatest track record. And what do you know? He's still learning on the job. Verster was hired after some trouble at uh, Scott Rail in in Glasgow. And then um, that's why he was available for the the job (laughs) when Stephen Del Duca, then transport minister, came forward. So I asked Minister uh, Mulroney uh, about that. I said, do you believe that his contract should be extended and should he get another big raise. She didn't really address the, the raise. She said she looks forward to continuing to work with them. Um, but she did, you know, explain why the government gave him a raise in the middle of the pandemic. She said that um, the Ontario line expansion and all the other projects that the Ford government put forward, which in, in fairness is the biggest transit uh, infrastructure yeah. project in Ontario history, uh, that, you know, putting that on Verster's plate enhanced his responsibilities he therefore deserved to raise. Um, okay, that's fine. We're three years on now. Things have not improved. Does he deserve a contract extension and a raise? His contract is up at the end of this year um, uh, by, I think, October 2nd, not the full end of the year. So are they going to keep him in place? Are they going to find someone that can actually deliver? Um, you know, I, my, my view has been crystal clear. It was interesting being there with Mr. Verster today. Uh, but uh, we'll see what the government's view is. Do, do they want to keep him and, and give him another big raise, or is perhaps he going on to um, uh, another location? An- another we'll, one, we'll yeah, he'll, he'll fix something. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so just quickly, because I, I, I'm running out of time. So in your mind, in your in your um, you know, in your mind, is this, is this, have we got an Ottawa situation? Like, are they going to f- do all this testing and researching and all the rest of it? And, and, and we are going to end up like with a, a, with an Ottawa situation. Is that your, is your gut feeling or do you think they're fixing it? Well, uh, look, I've been warning. And, and when I started warning people about this uh, years ago, Alex, people didn't want to listen because they didn't see the connection between the Ottawa LRT and the Crosstown. The same consultants, the same builders, the same suppliers, of course, we're going to have the same problems. Hopefully we've mm-hmm. learned from Ottawa, though, and that's part of the, the government saying they don't want to rush it. They don't want <laughs> to, uh, you know, put it in service when there's still all these problems, because that's what happened with Ottawa. And there's been derailments, uh, trains not working, doors not opening, fires. So, yeah, fix the problems beforehand, but let us know how long it's going to take to fix those problems. 
or just run it on sunny days. That'll be our new sunny day transit. It's available just when it's, when it's warm. Okay, uh, good job. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so you got uh, we got a answer, an answer, one whole answer. Uh, not much, but you got to parse through it. So, yeah, um, stay tuned on this one.